You're listening to the A-Team Health and Fitness Podcast with your hosts, Adam Kelly and Alan James. Join Adam and Alan as they dive into all things nutrition, training, mindset, and also bring on world-class experts within their respective fields to help you kickstart your journey towards transforming your life. Grab a coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Our clients are. He was a guy in the gym. He's at this stage now where you know he's in wicked shape, and he showed me himself with his top off, and he just didn't look in good shape. He was looking at himself. I just like I just don't know what to do. I was like, we got a fucking podcast episode coming out in about three weeks' time, mate. I think you'd fucking like it. I is just helping people, which is what we'd really give a fuck about doing. Really, if we can just like give a little bit of a nugget from our podcast that can make somebody who's you know feeling a little bit shit about the way they look and. Even if it gives them one golden nugget. Happy days, isn't it? I had a good conversation with a client the weekend. Well, I suppose it come up the last few weeks, maybe to coming towards the latter end of summer. And people are going away on weekends. Like, how do I stay on plan the weekends? How do I not fuck it all up? What do I do? Like, how do I approach it? And like, almost like the weekend or that hotel away or weekend stay or a staycation or whatever the fuck it is. It just becomes like anxiety fueled and you really hate it because you're off plan then so like that might be a good discussion like how like would you approach that with clients or have you had any clients head away in the last few weeks that you've stuck Did you know mate myself included i went away at the weekend Did you know what it's not easy because we went to the fitness event and you have to like either buy food in or buy food out and when you're with a group of lads you're gonna go to the pub and have a few drinks the main thing is is just like understand where you currently are and how much you're willing to put in to go toward that goal. Because I know for me, I've got Malta uh, a week today, right? So I'm going away, get double vaxxed and everything, motherfucker. <laughs> and when I go away, I'm quite all right with the way I look. I went to Tenerife at 105 kilos, and now I'm about 98. I'm 7 kgs less. And realistically, I would love to be in better shape for Malta, but not at the expense of not enjoying that time with the boys and having food and a few beers, like, do you know what I mean? So it's almost like you kind of accept that if you are going to go a little bit off plan, how much is it going to affect like your mental health or that side of you? Me and Sam put it perfectly. Me and Sam had an all you feed pizza on the Sunday. It was a mate, banging Gordon Ramsay street food pizza. Do you know what you do? You pay 15 quid on the way in, right? 15 quid on the way in. Obviously, you had a couple of beers to go with that. Oh, yeah. But when you sat there, they just go around with a tray full of pizza and they'd be like, do you want a slice of pepperoni? And they just pop in front of you and like, bang it on my plate, love. And then they all of a sudden, they come around, do you want some aubergine pesto? Absolutely not. Fuck off with that thing. And then, and then they come around with this like cheesy parmesan and chorizo. Oh, mate, they came around with like eight different pizzas, right? I think just kept banging around, banging around, banging around. There was a couple in the corner who were heavily overweight, right? And I mean, they were obese, eating a salad. Inside I was shocked inside that place, mate. They had two salads. And Sam just turned to me and goes, Isn't it bad that like we're two like quite all right shaped lads? We're at a fitness convention and we manage our food that well during the week that we can do this on the weekend, where people are probably overindulgent during the week and then they eat a salad when they're out just because they knew oh they probably had a bit of a shit week. And it's just like you get it right the majority of the time you go toward your goals, you can allow yourself to have a break on the weekend, isn't it? 
like and it's the consistency thing as well like it's like not like if you go and eat a salad like so let's take them two people we're just probably assuming a lot of things here because we don't know who they are but like potentially if the salad hit everything that they wanted in that meal that may be a good thing but more often than not why people choose salads on weekends out and things like that is they may enjoy them like i know i certainly do and i've no dramas with ordering something like that on a night especially out. when you put a load of ranch sauce on it yeah. <laughs> yeah but like i think a lot of the time they nearly feel that they have to oh like i'd love the fucking pepperoni pizza but like I know that I can't have it because it's a bad food. It's too high in calories. I can't afford them calories. And let's just have a salad that they actually don't enjoy. And that whole restaurant experience is absolutely awful. And they actually don't, like, when they get a call from a friend or some of that, more often than not, they actually say, okay, I'm not going because the anxiety around that meal is just too much for them to handle. As you were saying as well, like having alcohol and all them things that come into it as well. So, like, what do you want right now and how are you going to achieve it? it's not that hard to fit it into your week and like one thing that i always say to my clients is like say if somebody's trying to lose weight or something and they know it's going to be a long stint you don't have to lose weight every single week you can like as i kind of use this kind of phrase you can pull up this imaginary handbrake for one week and like fit in whatever it is or a wedding or even out with the lads or something and you may have some acute feelings at the start of the following week. Okay, I'm a little bit bloated, I'm a little bit inflamed. I had a few drinks the weekend. I had a pizza. I slept pretty shit. The scale has gone up by a kilo or two. And But if you get back on plan for four or five days, you're probably going to be lower than where you were the previous week. And like, there's no dramas because like, if that's a part of the fucking plan, you've executed really well if the goal wasn't to fucking lose weight. And then you can put down this imaginary handbrake and you can go again. And you can enjoy that stuff because enjoyment yeah. is what it's all about. It's also the case of, right, like the exact same thing. It's like, what's the measure of success? It's like, if you think just gaining a couple of kilos over the weekend is going to like hit you completely off track, but I guarantee you, your squat is going to go up that next week. Our bench is going to go up that next week. Do you know what I mean? You're going to be fucking, well, yeah, I'm going to use this food now to make me feel like an absolute boss, get some decent workouts. I had my client, right? He had a bit of a bad weekend eating food. So he said like, but he'd been in the calorie deficit for like two or three weeks. He's down like six kilos now. Um, and I was just like, do you know what? I think he benched like the 40s, five reps, the dumbbells. And because he's been in the car deficit recently, we haven't pushed past the 36s. And I'm like, you know what? We just absolutely smashed like, a good day in the gym. It's not like I flip in, I'm going to bury him. Oh my God, I'm going to punish you for eating all that food. But really, I was like, I absolutely took advantage of the fact that he was absolutely full to his flipping brim with food. So I decided like, let's lift some flipping weights by. And like, if it happened overnight, it's not going to be all fat. Like the amount of calories that you would have to eat in like, let's say if you gain two kilos on a scale and say if that was all fat, right? Like there are 7,700 calories in one kg of fat, right? So that's 15,400 calories if my calculations are correct over the course of a weekend. You may do it over four or five days. Yeah, you have. I've done it. (laughs) But yeah, but like that 15,400 calories is over what it takes to hold where you are. So like say if your maintenance calories are two five. Okay, well that's almost 18,000 calories. Where the fuck are you going to find that? That's a fucking ridiculous amount of food. Like that's like an eating challenge 
for two fucking days in a row. <laughs> like, you know oh, I mean? yo, I reckon when you come to London in a couple of weeks' time, we do an eating challenge and we just we'll do a shitty YouTube video and be like, how many calories can we consume in a day and see where we go? For me, I think the problem with them type of eating challenges, like I do really well with things like um, rice and pasta and like fajitas and things like that. But if you give me like ice cream and peaches, man, I'll just be so fucking bloated. I won't be able to yeah, put anything else away. Yeah. yeah, you will be bloated. To be fair, oh, mate, I have to take you to donor time, though. There might be a donor time, actually, in Spitterfield, which is by the RTS building. I'm pretty confident there is. Oh, no, that's Crosstown Donuts. That's Crosstown Donuts, my bad. Yeah, uh, mate, donor time just this flipping donor place, right? And no jokes, they do this biscala, which is like Biscoff and a teller donut. But they're like, they're like that big. They're like the size of my fucking head, man. And have they got all the filling in the inside? all filling in the middle and it's oh mate it's absolutely filth but they do this other one right ah ah, they do this um they call it ice ice baby <laughs> so b-a-e baby ice ice baby and it's like this cookie dough and white chocolate one when you bite this so soft it's like a pillow and you just go falling through it lovely so, and the weekend is donut time. <laughs> um, I'm obviously going about the next week, so I was very conscious that I wasn't going to overdo it. I went to a fitness event where you couldn't take your own like food in, essentially. And the way I kind of managed it was I just like for that time, as I just managed my expectations, thinking that I wasn't going to like commit to it. Yeah, I probably I fasted a bit in the morning because I knew that I wasn't going to eat that great the other day, and I probably took it up to like twelve, one o'clock before I had my first meal. Bear in mind, I was up at seven. That's a good six hours in. Like if I eat seven, I'm eating at nine and then I'm eating at 11. So I'm probably going to be a thousand calories down. So over the space of the weekend, just by doing that, I save 2000 calories in itself. A very good actionable kind of tips is like, it's all about trying to plan. So like a lot of these things that you may have, yes, we'll get events and friends will call you up and you'll get them. Okay, let's kind of head out tonight. And you're like, oh, okay, let's go. But more often than not, you do like know that there is something coming up. Okay, I'm going away on holiday or... I'm going out meeting the lads in three weeks time or whatever. Okay, well, on that week, as we said, like potentially just look at something else as a success. Maybe like if you're going out Friday and Saturday, maybe start at the start of the week. Okay, maybe just pull back calories a little bit. Like, so this may be one way of going about it. You maybe just pull back two or 300 calories for five days. And then all of a sudden we have 1500 calories saved in our bank account if you want to look at it like that and then exactly like what you said okay well if we're going out on saturday okay what do i want to eat well we're going to this pizza place and it's going to be unread there's going to be a few drinks so maybe reverse engineer from that restaurant because we want to have that a good experience you want to act like an adult have what you want enjoy the experience and don't feel awkward with your friends so what i like to do is maybe make some educated choices around what you want to eat so if it is a pizza and it comes to 1800 calories for the pizza stick it into fitness pal and whatever from there then what are you going to have to drink okay well i'm going to have this cocktail i'm going to have a few course lights or whatever it is so all of a sudden you know that you probably have about 2300 calories in this meat at the evening time and then you can reverse engineer from that so like what you said maybe do an intermittent style fast up until lunchtime potentially get some steps or a little workout in in the early part of the day at lunchtime, maybe just keep the calories low in the meal. Have a high protein oriented meal, which may be like a chicken salad or something. That may be about 150 calories. It's going to keep you fuller for longer. And then before you go out, okay, well, I don't really want to eat anything. I just have a protein shake or something. Okay, cool. So we've got that protein up. We fasted a large amount of the day. We saved calories in the early part of the week. The beauty about this is you don't have to tell anyone you're on a fucking diet. And you don't have to take out fitness pad. You don't have to do anything. It's all done. Go and enjoy it. And like, 
yes, you may get some acute waking the following day, but you get back on plan, you'll see all that go within one to two or three days. And you enjoyed it. There was no anxiety. There was no guilt. And you feel, fuck, like, I can go out and... I can maintain where I am and not fuck at all. Because the worst thing is, and you've heard it loads of times with clients as well, if I have a meal off plan, fuck it. I'm just off Yeah, plan that's exactly what I, literally what I was going to say there is just the fact that as long as you can eat one meal off plan and not blow it for the next three meals after that, you're all good, man. If you can just eat one meal and just take that as the one meal and start straight for the next meal to get back onto it, you're all good. Because how many times have you seen clients who kind of are there had a pizza like three o'clock on a Saturday? So therefore they kind of thought, oh, I may as well eat shit for the rest of the day then. And like if they do, it's not going to be as harmful like as people think. Like if they did have the pizza three o'clock and they went off plan for the rest of the day, yes, you could probably do the fucking dog on it. You're probably going to be so full that you won't be able to eat it like all the food that you think. So yeah, whatever. Like who cares? But just get back on plan the following day. Because let's say if we broke down the week with seven days, people probably eat around four meals a day, three main meals and a snack more often than not. That's 28 meals in the week. If you have one meal of the 28, that's not on plan. Like it's 128 of your week. It's nothing crazy, really, in the grand scheme yeah. of things. And over the course of 12 or 16 or 24 weeks or even a year, like you wouldn't even fucking see it. Like it's so small. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. what do you think? Like if people were going out like drinks and choices, what would you kind of go for or things like that? Oh, mate, I love a pint. <laughs> and if I got the option, like even like if I'm sat at home and I got the choice of a drink, I'd much rather just have like a bottle of bud and just accept that I like the taste of it better. But once again, it's just like understanding like how close you come to a go. If I was going, say on holiday, like I'm not going to do that now for the next like week, going to go away and I'm going to be a bit more switched on. I don't expect big changes, but just don't want to go there like blob like you said you could have like a beer or two and you probably feel quite good i think after like three or four beers you just feel a bit shit so i stick to that and you can go to something a bit lower calorie if you like it though i'm never gonna say to someone drink gin if you don't like gin i luckily like gin so i can have a pint or two just to get that crave out of the way and i'll go on to gins happy days the worst thing about alcohol is like it's not that really the calories in it themselves and like yeah there's no energy from them and whatever but it's more that like your inhibitions just lower and like if you're out with the lads oh yeah just start real nice and casual like have a course light perfect all of a sudden, your six cores like the a fucking Jaeger train comes around the corner. You're all doing fucking Jaeger bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but then, like, it's like you're kind of getting a bit snacky then after. Like, I suppose I haven't experienced this in a long time because we haven't clubs or anything and weren't open or nights out weren't a thing. Going to, like, a chipper or a pizza after a club. Like, them type of things is where a lot of the extra stuff can be avoided. Yeah. It's not really the alcohol itself. It's just kind of your inhibitions are low. And, like, at three or four o'clock when you're coming home, just slamming your face into, like, a tag with chipper or pizza. I and, uh, <laughs> I had a mate, he's just very conscious, healthy, though, right? And he went to Burger King and he was like, nah, let's get the double cheeseburger or whatever it is. He took the bun off and he just had the meat on the inside. But because he was drunk, he then had the bun after it. <laughs> you may as well have just had the burger, mate. Now you're just like, oh, is that how you eat burger? You disintegrate it, you just eat it, then you eat the bun. <laughs> it's just, yeah, but uh, my sister actually used to love, it used to be a thing. She's a vegetarian, so she'd always order a lettuce wrap from the kebabby. <laughs> she used to love it. You never know. You might enjoy going for that healthier option if you do it. I definitely do think like traveling or out of routine and like say if you're on the go at work and all these different things, they're a little bit tougher. Like if you're traveling to an airport and you're like, say if I'm traveling to the UK oh. now in like a couple of weeks time, like that's going to be a bit more of a challenge for a day I'm traveling and the day after when I'm traveling on a train and stuff. I've no like place to cook or things like that. Okay, well, what can you do? Okay, I'll probably have a protein powder with me somewhere. 
um, just so I can get easy, quick hit of protein. I'll probably get a protein bar on the go. I'll probably go to a Tesco or something and get some chicken and get a handful of salad or something from a bag and make something there and things like that. But like, it's just all about structure and like trying to get like, again, what's the goals you're trying to achieve? And more often than not, like it's being prepared, isn't it? It, it yeah. is being prepared because I know for a fact when I drive to my parents, which is like four hours down the M4, the only thing on the way down is either a KFC or Greg's all the way. You won't find any other food. And like to stick on plan in that journey, you have to be prepared and you do have to actually plan what you're eating because if you don't have that plan in place, what, are you going to have a, a chicken bake? <laughs> Probably the most protein-dense food there. And like, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's just something pretty easy. Like for long journeys, if I'm in the car for a period of time, more often than not, it's just going to be like two scoops away and a square of dark chocolate or something or like, and like an apple. Okay, I'll get a bit of a crunch from the apple. I'll get some fibre in the apple. I'll get a square dark chocolate because it tastes nice. And I'll have two scoops of whey protein. So I'm getting about 50 grams of protein in there. And it'll kind of keep me going. Yes, I'd probably rather a whole meal. But yeah. um, it's just kind of, okay, well, I'm willing to do this right now. And it's like it can be just pretty easy solutions. But it all comes down to just being a little bit more prepared. And this is like your weekends and stuff as well. It can be easily attainable. You just need a little bit of structure. And if it means that much to you, you can do it. And if not, just go on and enjoy yourself and just get fucking shit-faced. Who cares? As long as you don't flip and bury and punish your body the next day because of it, where you kind of you eat shit over the weekend. So that on the Monday, what most people do then is they just slam themselves into the heaviest calorie deficit and they do a sweaty-ass workout thinking that that's going to justify what they've done. Just go back to do a normal life and just go on like, yeah, chill in, just keep it going. This is the problem that I kind of have with like Fitbits and calorie trackers and fucking like they're never really accurate anyway, but people get into this whole headspace where they kind of eat a pizza right now i have to undo that the following day you go on to an assault bike and you try and work off 1800 calories see how long that'll fucking take you like how you'll feel because it's far easier to stop going into your fucking mouth than it is to expend it on a bike when people are like oh yeah i burned uh 500 calories in this workout oh yeah i ate that in a flipping steak bake like <laughs> yeah so but then like as you said you can't be going down that like headspace of like restricting yourself and like because then you're restricting again for five or six days and then what's going to happen the weekend you're going to go on a binge and then you're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel emotional and all these different type of things that eating disorders have. It's just this pattern over and over and over again. And you always feel like you're on a diet because you're actually not ever getting somewhere. Um, so that's kind of like something that we would not recommend. Just maybe try and plan it into your life and just remember, you don't always have to be on a fucking diet every single day of the week to get success. Some weeks, you don't have to lose weight. It doesn't happen like that all the time. Once again, it's always determining what is your interpretation of success. I find that when you go to the gym and your training plan is basically structured around burning calories, you'll always be fighting a losing battle. Whereas if your training plan was focused on getting you fitter, stronger, you're going to see success. Even if you do have a bit of a shit weekend, even if you do eat terrible on the weekend, you could potentially be lifting more the next week. Like if that'll be the determination of success, then you're never going to win. If your goal is to like consistently, like where's the progressive overload, but you consistently just on the goal of burning calories. You said as well there that um, your client was in a calorie deficit for a while. And then he had some food off plan, went and lifted the forest, had a good workout the following day. I experienced that recently as well and um kind of looking at we're talking about their exercise and calories on bikes and things like that two or three weeks ago got the jab had a bit of a reaction to it and things like that and i was a bit fucked for a couple of days and probably wasn't eating a lot of calories and then i think maybe on the friday i actually was back up to where i kind of should be around that three thousand calorie ish 
I went on the bike the following day and I actually felt incredible. I was like, wow, this is what it feels like. Because like five days previous, I was like chasing a battle. I was like, I couldn't get oh. to 40 minutes on the bike. I was just fucked. But when you have that fuel on board, then I like, got the, yeah, like you have so much energy and it feels like this is working with me. And I think it's a good thing, too, because like at the end of the day, like when you get to a position where you're not trying to lose fat anymore or stick on any more size and you're quite comfortable with how you look it's easy enough to maintain where you are and all these things like cardio and stuff can be really enjoyable especially when you're trying to fuel them for like a kind of a performance-based outcome which yeah, is not what people do either. yeah because yeah. Like, it's always um like oh i need to burn calories on the bike no you don't no you just challenge yourself make it fun but we've said it's last time just try and peak your heart right see what you can do challenge your body because you, you do know what you get at the end of a workout like that compared to a workout where your main focus was just like ah oh, going on the treadmill and just getting your steps in for the sake of getting your steps in you just enjoy that intense workout that releases a good amount of endorphins much more and like you know the food as well if we don't go on a bike and just go in and actually lift weights you'll probably have a sick pump as well you'll probably feel really good you'll probably have good connection yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's on, like, oh my God, like, you hit your pecs, like, it just feels like your skin is going to just explode. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's kind of a nice feeling from, like, all the sodium and all the calories that you potentially have. So, like, it's not a bad thing. So, I think that's, like, it just comes down to a structure, trying to plan it in, try and maybe reverse engineer from what you want and just enjoy it and, yeah. And also, if it's happening on a week-to-week basis, it's a little bit different because you've got to be a lot more careful because you'll, like, do it every week. You just got to, like, from my experience, I look my best when I've had a good weekend. So say if on the one Monday and I have like a solid seven days and I've adhered to the plan and have an over calories Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because let's face it, that's a third of your week, isn't it? Friday, Saturday, Sunday is a good whack of time. You look so much better on that following Monday. Like if people have like weekends, like you say, if you had four weeks in a row where you had something, okay, well then you just need to realign your goals and things like that. And maybe just accept that this month is probably not the best to chase something that you want. And it just is to hold and maintain. But then again, it's just what you want you may be able to make all that work and just feel like a miserable fucker when you're out and <laughs> sober and eating salads <laughs> when everyone else is just getting shit-faced and eating pizza so yeah, yeah don't be that guy so a massive thank you for tuning in to the podcast if you found some value from this episode make sure that you share this with some friends and family members it would really help the podcast out a lot We would love it if you could share this on your social media channels. Make sure that you tag myself and Alid so that we can thank you personally. On to the next episode. Chat soon.